Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today our guest is Superintendent of Schools for District 181, Lane Larson. Lane, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. It's always fun to be here. I think the last time we actually talked to you was during our Radiothon and thank you for being (laughs) part of that again this year. Yes, and I lost. No, so no. Like I'm going to be buying donuts right away in January, so that'll be fun. So Heidi yeah. and I always have a fun competition. So thank you for doing that. All yeah. the name of the radiothon, we appreciate it. Yeah, you're very welcome. So, Lane, uh, if you will, bring us up to speed. Uh, What's the latest you're hearing? Uh, I think we heard that elementary schools that level may open again. Tell us what is happening at this point. Correct. Last Wednesday, uh, we had contact with the uh, Deputy Commissioner of Education, and we also heard from the governor that their priority right now as far as schools is to bring in our youngest learners. And so even as much as this morning, um, I've been on meetings already where we're trying to identify what that plan is going to look like so that we can let families know before the holiday and give further details as soon as the holiday is over. Because one thing we're finding is that every day there are updates to this safe learning plan that, um, addressing questions that we as leaders have throughout the state. And so what our plan right now is going to be um, that on January, we will be in, remain in distance learning, all of our students coming back for the school year. And on Thursday, the 14th of January and Friday, the 15th of January, our elementary teachers will be having a staff development day to prepare for returning uh, the students back to school on Tuesday, the 19th. We already have a a built-in staff development day on our calendar on the 18th. So our early childhood through grade two children, we're planning to bring back on-site on Tuesday the 19th. One of the things that the governor and the deputy commissioner asked is that we put in a number of different mitigation strategies and one of them is to slowly roll grade levels back into school, not adding more than three grade grade bands at a time. And so we're starting on the 19th with our our pre-K through two And then two weeks later, we will be looking at uh, transferring our children in grades three and four back to the elementary school at that time. One of the reasons they're focusing on the elementary schools is that epidemiologically, it's a big word, um, they don't transfer the virus uh, the same way that our middle school and high school students do. And so they feel that as um, we're able to... uh, have these mitigation strategies. We're fortunate that there are some vaccines that are coming out right now. And they're feeling that by uh, two weeks after the holiday break, and people are able to have some time to quarantine as needed, that this is going to be a good time where we can start bringing our kids back on site. And so, you know, as I look ahead and I look at 2021, I'm so hopeful about a a number of things. But one is that I'm hoping this is the first step to getting our kids back in sight. Absolutely. Uh, Lena, are these plans kind of in flux right now? Uh, Things will be changing. And then, of course, we always know based on numbers, things could change as well, right? Right. 
Yes, and that's a really good point because the announcement was made last Wednesday and every day since there have been updates to the safe learning plan since that time. And so much of it comes from we're all having questions we're bringing forth to MDE and and they're trying to um, to answer all those questions for us and to accommodate school districts as best they can. And so as much as this morning, we had a whole bunch of changes that came in. And like we said, we're going to inform the public now before the holiday break. And again, on January 8th, because we know that we're going to learn a lot more by then. So keep watching for my regular uh, letters that I'm sending out to the community because we will keep everyone informed as we move forward. Um, One thing I do want to tell people, though, is that because uh, there still will be people in distance learning, because our grades 3 through 12 will still be um, distance learning as well, we will... Um, still have that modified uh, day when our early learners come back on the 19th of January to accommodate for staff development and for touching base with our children that are distance learning. So it's it's not going to be totally the same, but it's going to be really close to, um, to our, what we believe is normal education. And so we're excited about that. Hey, Lane, have you heard anything about, maybe it's too early to ask, but anything about vaccinations being available to your staff, namely the teachers? Have you heard anything about that? Um, You know, that's one of the encouraging things that I'm thinking, that just hearing that we have two uh, different vaccines available is really exciting. I know this morning I heard on the news that the teachers are going to be in the second tier Um, of being able to get the vaccine, which in the many tiers that there will be, that's really high on the list. But as far as anybody reaching us out to us individually as a school district at this point, we have not heard that. I am anticipating, though, possibly over the holiday in that first week of January, that we'll get more direction from MDH and uh, more guidance from our regional uh, COVID uh, support. So um, that'll that'll all come in the letters as well, because we want to have that available as much as possible for our staff. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, Lane, just uh, another question. When you talk about the letters that go out to parents and staff, Mm -hmm. are those also posted on the website? So just even uh, interested parties can check that out. Absolutely. We put them on our district website. They're on all of our social media accounts. Um, every letter will go on every school's social media account. They're gone out. They go out sky alert to our school district families. And so, um, but if you don't have access another way, just go to our district website and it'll be right there. Um, under COVID-19 and it's, it's a great way to know what's going on. And we're trying to keep everybody just as informed as often as we possibly can. And there's so many logistics that some days my letters get awfully long, but, and I apologize for that, but I want to give people the information and answer the questions that they have. And I'm sure they appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lane, uh, one of the things, you know, we were so excited going into this year about all the construction that's taking place and some new additions and just very exciting. It's all been tempered by the pandemic, but nevertheless, the construction continues. Give us a little update, if you will, on what's happening. 
Yeah, we're so thrilled to get everybody in those buildings. Again, the pandemic has really hindered a number of things. One is that many of our contractors are also struggling with COVID as well, but they've been able to keep this these building projects going. Um, there's a few things that are a little bit behind where we were hoping. One is the swimming pool, but otherwise we're, we're staying pretty much right on schedule. Um, one of the things that we want to do and that we're most excited about is having grand openings for each of the buildings and um, Harrison, Niswa, the new Baxter Elementary School, uh, they weren't able to have theirs yet, but we still are planning to do those grand openings this spring. Also this spring or summer, we hope to have the grand opening of the Performing Arts Center because that should be done for sure by June 1st. So exciting. Um, and then we're working Lowell, Garfield, um, Riverside Elementary School, and the high school continue. Um, they're in like the kind of the second phase of their projects. Uh, South Campus is just starting their first part of this, as well as the Warrior Early Learning Center, which used to be the Baxter Elementary School. And every one of those buildings is going to have their own grand opening where people can come and they can, we can celebrate, we can dedicate the building, and then we take tours and we celebrate. And even though some of them are delayed, we're going to still celebrate this because this was just a phenomenal um, support from our community. And we want to invite the community in to see these lovely um, settings for educating our children. Um, What I like to say is for the 22nd century. And (laughs) since we're a quarter of the way through this one, uh, we're, we're preparing our kids for the 22nd century. And so we're really excited about it. So, um, Construction continues, and it is phenomenal, and we're just really pleased with that. Excellent. Yeah, well, there's a lot to look forward to, isn't there, when you think about it? Yep. You know, I remember in February I did a speech about uh, 2020, the the future is looking bright. Well, in 2021, the future is looking even brighter than in 2020. (laughs) It has to. Way brighter than 2020. Yeah. Oh. Gotta wear our sunglasses, I think. That's, for let's hope so. so bright. Yeah. Well, yeah. as as we uh, get ready for the holidays, uh, I know the the holidays will be a bit different for families as well, but uh, we can still celebrate. Yes, we can. Yep, and um, it's just amazing um, how people are, you know, watching like on some of the social media things and even in school, the different things that we're doing this year to still bre- spread the cheer. Um, you hear of lots of people um, having like bonfires out in their backyards so that they can still bring people together and some of our businesses as well that are getting so creative um, so that we can continue to support our local economy. Um, it is going to be odd this year. Um, I know even for myself, it's the first year I haven't been with my mom and dad um, for, a, for a holiday and for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I know it's different for everybody. And yeah. I just want everyone to know that you're in my thoughts and my cares. And um, we're going to, we're going to make the best of it. And like we said, 2021 is going to be a lot brighter. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we look forward to it. Uh, wonderful new year as uh, things will improve and these buildings will be done so we have a lot to look forward to grand opening celebrations kids back in school there will be a lot happening we'll we'll focus on the positive at this point that's right yeah we sure are yeah 
Lane, thank you so much for being with us today. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, a much better 2021. (laughs) And I say the same to each and every one of you, to both of you and to all the listeners. Just, I cannot thank you enough. 2020 has been a really hard year for everyone. Thank you for your partnership. Thank you for your collaboration. And most of all, thank you for loving our kids. Um, that's, you know, that's what we do best at ISD 181. And this has been a hard one. And so, um, it is, it is just with sincere appreciation that I thank everyone for what you've done. I too want to wish you a Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. And together we're going to get through this and be on the other side of this soon. And our kids are going to be back in school. Yay. (laughs) Yep. Lane, thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care, Lane. Lane, Bye. Lane Larson is the superintendent of schools for District 181 Brainerd Schools, and we thank her for being with us today. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found on our website anytime. If you want to listen there, just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.